0: blog talk radio
1: good morning everybody welcome to the best live cafe my name is Kathy anello i'm here today with my co-host is carrie butler and today we are featuring lisa berry who's an international radio show host on all time radio a published author a registered holistic nutritionist and a certified life coach And Lisa is an expert in breathing life into the dreams of those wanting to live vibrantly, energetically, happy, and fulfilled. And we can so relate to that on the Best Life Cafe because we try to bring you the best of the best to live your best life. So Lisa, welcome to the Best Life Cafe. We're so happy to have you here. Well, happy, happy day. Hello, good morning, and lunch out for everybody across all time zones. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh-huh, that's true we are morning we're the la uh la northern california morning crew here and it's always so funny when i think about people being in different time zones because it's so true we all are on a different clock so yeah uh, Lisa, that's actually welcome a neat thing, and we're so happy to see you yeah go ahead yes yeah, thank you so much i was gonna say i
0: love the time zone thing too because it just goes to show that it's perception like i'm already have taken off my
1: day and somebody else is just starting so that i love that you said that No, it's so true. And so your mission is to find help and connect with those who need and want to shine. And I love that mission statement. Um, I read it on your website. And and where did that first come about for you? Like, let's go back to Lisa a few years back. Like, I always like to let our listeners know, like your backstory a little bit. And where did that? Where did you start out in this field of work?
0: You know what, it really is about shining. And it goes back to what you read at the beginning about I love to help people live their energetic life. Because a lot of we, we get stuck on the details and the conditions and the actual physical parts of like, this is my body, and this was my life. And this is where I lived. And this is what I did. And it's like, sometimes, I mean, those are just what we do and how we get through life. But really, what we are is: what does my soul want? What does my heart want? What makes me happy? And so I've always fallen in love with being happy. Like it's just it, it makes me shine. I'm just like God. I love that, and I love this, and I love that. <laughs> and, and 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 sometimes, you know, even when I'm not in that super happy high place, it's only because it's my lunchtime. So I've got I've got momentum going here. <laughs> but when, yeah. When I first wake yeah, when I first wake up in the morning, and I'm like, okay, well, I always say, welcome to life. Here it is. And then I do look at my conditions and my surroundings, and I think, okay, well, what makes me the happiest? And is there anybody else out there who isn't feeling all that happy? And how can I connect with them and make them happy? And that's that's a weird backstory, but it really is. It, it's actually where I started, like for my life career about being attracted to people who weren't so happy and maybe need a little bit of help, and then just walking up to them and saying, "Hey, what can we do here?"
1: Yeah, I can totally relate to that. I think that was one of my main desires when I was living an unhappy, fulfilled life, and I wanted to share that with other people. It's just sort of something that you feel like if something happens to you, you and you are able to heal from it or climb out of it, and then you can share that with just even one person to have them heal that, then it's almost like, okay, my mission is complete. Like, it's not about the masses of people. It's about the one by one. I really love
0: that. It is. Well, The masses of people can be overwhelming. Um, it's funny when somebody will say to me, oh, well, there's Lisa. She just wants to heal the world. And I say, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, that's not my job. <laughs> I don't want that job. <laughs> that's too big. And I, you're right. It's just like if we, and also, too, because that means a lot of failure. Like, I'm not going to heal the world. Uh, and, and I don't want to have to have such a big, I think that's what a lot of us, when I recognize in people, the reason why they are, unhappy a lot of the times is that their their goals are so, I don't want to say unrealistic, but they're so big that they can't accomplish them because it's not their job. And if we can just focus and and go on ourselves, like, okay, look at yourself. How can you make your happy without having another person do the job for you? It's like you, you are so empowered and you get to do this. It's your business, you know, your, your marriage, your children, your family, your, your, my, my world, my cats, you know, it's our job just to go with what we can do and what we have our powers because then we can always be successful.
1: Ooh. Okay. So let's just play the tape. So here we are living in our, in our little life and things are feeling overwhelming and we can't really sit down and clarify, you know, what direction we want to go. So how do we clarify our first step? Like besides meditation, like how do we clarify? Mm -hmm. I know my answer, but I want to know what yours is. How do we (laughs) clarify the dreams? you know, clarify what our dreams really are. Like, what are some of the tools that you use with people that help them sort of define what their dream even is?
2: Okay,
0: I love this. It's a really fun question. I like this one. Well, first of I love that you said, you know, not just meditation, because meditation actually doesn't bring the answer. It just prepares the landscape where you can find the answer because we have so much mm-hmm. chatter, chatter, chatter going on. And so that's my first tool is I find out, I sit, I ask myself, who, okay, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I wake up and I'm like, Oh my God, here it is. There's the other day and I'm overwhelmed. Okay. What is for real true? Like what are other people's thoughts versus mine? And the the way I know this is because I get really scared when I adopt other people's views because it doesn't feel right. And that's how I know right away. If I'm like, Oh my God, I'm really scared about this happening. I'm really, truly, this is going to happen. That just to me, mm-hmm. usually means I've really um, jumped into somebody else's line of thinking, and I don't, I don't trust myself. So always find out where is it I'm scared, um, where is it, do I or angry? Because that just means truly I'm no longer in my power shoes, knowing that I can make a decision and trusting that no matter what decision I make, it is right for me. Because I need to experience the good, bad, and the ugly. And experiencing the ugly is part of the good. So the overwhelm just means, I'm. I, for me, I think it makes me feel like I'm just believing what society is telling me about me as opposed to what I'm telling myself about me. And it's more about a sorting thing like, okay, mine, not mine, mm-hmm. mine, not mine. And then from there, say there's a lot of mine. Like, wow, there's a lot of mine. And I'm trying to think of a scenario that I could use here to say this. Like A lot of times it's a following your path, your career, like what's my mission here? What am I doing? And say it's a lot of things, like I really want all of these things. And then I ask myself, am I overwhelmed because I believe I should be doing it all right now by myself and do it perfectly to what I think it should be done? Because then it becomes more of a, um, a judgment on have I got it right and how fast can I do it? And now it's in a time, a time perspective. So I think overwhelm really comes from what other p- people think of me and time, and if I remove those mm-hmm. two things, mm-hmm. find out what's really mine, and go, okay, dude, listen, this time thing, I've got all my whole
2: life to do this. Why am I such a hurry? What have I got
0: to prove? a little so bit more gentleness.
2: Have, so between, like, dissolving the blocks that get in the way and clarifying your dreams, like, is that process, like, the same? Or is it, you know, one and then the other? Like, do do you do you, I can't you, do you imagine? That. That's so
0: funny.
2: Okay, well let's okay, hear so what I the feel, answer
0: is. because Only this morning I was talking to somebody about dissolving blocks, and so in my in my how I process this, you are right. It's kind of one and the same because I don't actually believe in dissolving blocks. It it truly is about removing the attention on what you don't want, and so if I woke up and I thought. Oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to pay the rent this month. And I'm thinking, I need to like dissolve whatever's blocking me to think that I can't make money, that I, you know, or that I can't get clients, or that I can't, that I'm going to get fired from my job because I'm not doing what I should be doing. Those are all the things that we really don't want. So we have to turn our attention to somewhere else, like going, wow, you know what? I'm really. Um, but not good at something. I'm trying to think of something that would attract something like just put your focus on, you know what? I've always paid the rent before, or most of the time, maybe you haven't always paid the rent. Most of the time I've paid my rent. Most of the time things have come through. And if you have to get off of the, what you think you need to dissolve, if you stay on what you think, Oh, you know what? I have a a client who has gallstones. stones. And the thing is, if we keep focusing on, okay, I've got to dissolve these stones, then you're focusing on the stone as opposed to the wellness aspect. So we've got to, and you're going to just stay stuck in it. Or I've got this headache. I've got to get rid of this migraine. My gosh, how do I get this migraine? I've got to take this for this migraine. What do, about what do think we have to put the focus on, this is where I kind of do have some feeling of, of wellness in my life. It's a constant shifting of perspectives. And and I I know it sounds like that La La Land, like, you know, that Pollyanna, but it really Mm -hmm. is like a Pollyanna life. It's constantly turning, switching, switching, because focusing on the the pain is just going to be you in the pain. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's (laughs) true.
0: I get overwhelmed too, you know, and it shows up for me. And I think, oh, my gosh, oh, perfect, my personal perfect example. I really struggle with things on the computer. I don't know what it is, and I really want to have a great relationship with it. And, you know, I have a business coach myself, and she'll send me this new program. And I think, oh, I really, that looks exciting, has a nice, cute icon. I have a good relationship with how it looks. And then I go to use it, and I can't figure something out. And I think, oh, no, not this again. Here it is. And then I jump back into the story. I never can understand computer things. and Nothing ever works for me, and I get frustrated, and then I want to walk away from it. And then I stop, and I think, oh, you know what? There's this one program I really do know how to work really well. And so I start using it for a little bit and get my my stuff going again, you know, like my belief in myself again, that positive. I got to get on the momentum of something that's working for me because if I kept – like fiddling and focusing or call somebody who can help me you know how do you do this where Mm -hmm. is this which I did do I took a screenshot and sent it to her and said I don't know what to do (laughs) but you just if you you just can't sit there and fight and struggle and try to push away and try to dissolve and try to you know do all this repair work when you just get off that and go on to something that actually is even if it's a little bit better.
2: Right. If you don't focus on the negative, but put a spin on it of like, what, you know, what's the positive, like, oh, I could really learn from this program or whatever, then that, you know, that gives it a different energetic situation. And then, you know, the growth, the opportunity to grow and to learn is there. So what are some of the processes that you do, um, you know, in order to get to that place? Like, Daily affirmations, you know, like near, like, what do you guys, what do you do? You know, it's funny, years ago,
0: um, I used to do every day, this would be like um, Ho'oponopono, which is the Hawaiian for- forgiveness prayer. Mm. I, yeah. I used to mm-hmm. have to do that as a daily practice, like I, because clearly I didn't have it for myself. I, I truly, I thought, oh, of course I can forgive myself, I don't have any regret, and I, you know, confident in all my decisions I made but then every time was in a situation where I thought oh my gosh how could I have been so stupid what was I thinking or you know I got angry and I thought Ooh, I really blew up there I kind of look like an idiot <laughs> and then I so I actually did use the whole upon for about three or four years and it was something and then it's so funny something magical happens when you practice self-love like that and self-forgiveness you almost don't need to make a practice of it anymore because you constantly do it so I love the word, what you just said, where the tools you use, or what your daily things. It is all the things we do are practices. And so I sit back every every so often and look at my life and I think, what is a practice that I really do need to, to adopt? Because I've got the forgiveness. I really, you know, I really do forgive myself and I love myself and understand that, you know, I think that the next thing is understanding. Um, I can't remember where I heard this, but I love this one. You don't need to explain something to somebody else as long as you understand it. And that makes a big Ooh, stop, thing, stop, a stop, huge. Stop. Say
1: that again. Nope. Oh, let's stop. Yeah. Say that again. Oh,
0: Once you... That was. Okay. Oh, okay. It that was, was
2: good, good, wasn't it? It
0: was. Once you understand something, you, do... you don't need to explain something to somebody else if you understand it. And that's because you are in energetic alignment with it. Maybe I made a decision to do something, and I'll go heavy on some things. Maybe somebody's decided to have an abortion. Maybe somebody's decided to quit their job and travel the world, you know, as just as a, carrying nothing with them. I mean, some and other people are out there judging, but if it feels good to you, and that's in your alignment, you, first of all, don't have to explain it to somebody else. And secondly, you can't because it's not their experience to have and that's a huge one. There's a lot of things that I do that other people think are very weird or bizarre. They're like, I would never do that. And, you know, and I'll use my cats as my example. I, I walk my cats. I love my cats. Everything is for my cats. And I don't care. It's not that I don't care because that's a negative thing. It's like a pushing away thing. It's okay. What they think of me with that. And it's okay. What they understand about that. My understanding and my feel good about it is that my decision. And I like that decision. And so that's a that big practice was for me after the Ho'oponopono and you, I used to do tapping all the time. It used to be something I had to do all the time. But now that statement in the beginning of tapping, even though, I love the even though, the
2: even though is mm-hmm. like, you're getting a
0: jail free card, right?
2: <laughs>
0: well, and you know, cause
2: I love tap. I love tapping too. And you know, when I first started learning about tapping, it was like such it was like that. I love that you said that. Cause like, it just gives you permission to like ease into everything. You know what I mean? It's like, it brings it back to self-love. It's like, even though, you know, I, whatever, I still love and accept myself. And it's like, that is, that's the core. Right. And that is yeah. so, that's our core right there. And, and, you know, I think, I love that, that, that is, that you tap as well, because it's just, it's a great, it's a great thing. And I, I'm grateful for Nick Ortner and, and all the work Mm -hmm. that he's been doing in the tapping world, because he's just, he's a great, he's a great guy. And, you know, it helps a lot of people.
0: Nick was actually the one I the one course that
2: I did decide to take during I think
0: it was 2012 it was a six-week course in the summer and I thought oh that's gonna be a fun thing to do it's once a week you know and, you, and there's a call and it was best I think $399 I've ever spent you know and um it was really neat because what I did love about checking in is you say even though this or what about when you say I'm sorry please forgive me and you immediately are stopped you go no I don't forgive myself. You've got to stop there and you've got to tap on that. And it's a way of going through layers until it feels good. And that's what I just talk to people. I think that's the biggest thing is like, I know it's, there's um, a couple of weeks ago, I was trying to make a big decision. Sorry. Somebody has put a situation in my world and I had to make a big decision about it. Goodness. I was like angry that they even put this in front of me. I was like, No, how dare you even put this, like, I I didn't tell them that, right, obviously, but in my mind, I was like, no, I don't want to be put in this position. I don't want to make a decision. And I was thinking of every excuse to why it it wasn't a good situation and why this and that. I thought, and I had this, and I was like consuming me for days and I felt sick about it. See, none of us are perfect happy, right? (laughs) And (laughs) I, I stopped and I went, oh my gosh, you know what? I will not be able to make a decision that will make me feel good coming from this place. I have to make this decision so coming true. someplace. Yeah. And so if anybody's in a situation right now and they're like, I just got to make a decision, people are pushing me. There's that timeline again, right? Pushing me. Then you know what? It won't be the right decision for you. You will be living out of integrity, out of alignment, and not into your, and you will not shine. And that's where you'll, people always yeah.
1: know when somebody's shiny
0: because they're making the decisions mm-hmm. from their true alignment.
1: Okay. Well, that's so interesting to me. I, you know, not to give away the farm, but I personally have been going through things where I'm at a crossroads in my life of making several decisions that, and it's only really because all of a sudden, like, I think people, we go through these things in our life and we change, and, you know, it's Mm -hmm. it's easy to think, oh, I'm always going to feel this way, or I'm always going to act this way, or this is always going to be my house, this is always going to be my job, this is always going to be my person, this is always, you know, and you go through these things, and then all of a sudden there's this, like, churning, burning feeling inside that it's not right for you, and then you have to make a change. I've done a lot of work with, you know, jumping into your new life. But this time in my life, I'm like, I, I just don't really know. And I don't know how to get mm-hmm. to that place of clarity of making. So it really made sense to me what you were saying is because it's just like, well, we don't, if we make that decision out of fear, if we make that decision in a, in a place where we are not on our a game then it's not the right time to make the decision. And I really heard that just now. For me, you know, of course, I always get a lot out of our own shows. But um, just the fact that if we make decisions because of, a, a, you know, without having forethought. And without going with our super gut feelings, but then there's those you know those cloudy moments like this is my gut feeling, but if I go mm-hmm. with it, this is going to happen. If I go with over here, then this is going to happen. And you play the tape both ways, you go down the rabbit hole both ways, and none of them feel good. I guess that's just the time to sit still. Yeah, interesting. Oh, I love that. Anyway, that
0: was just all and, me. That was all me. <laughs> I want to know that I would okay. love to it. tell you because here's the beauty of that. If I could just help you with this one, this is really good. On that turnaround for me, um, I sat there and I, and I shared with the person, I said, listen. I can't make a decision out of this place, but I'll tell you where I want to make the decision from, and that was huge because it wasn't out of not just feeling crappy about it. it. was I want to make this decision because I'm excited and that I'm heading towards it, and that I feel beautiful in making this decision, and that I feel really confident because it's not just about okay well at least I don't feel bad about it. it's like okay i've you you really want to make all your decisions coming from like excitement it, like real excitement like somehow on anybody's level everybody has a different scale of one to ten for excitement but mm-hmm. you know, the lack of resistance excitement and that makes a big that makes a big mm-hmm. difference like oh here, here's a real switcheroo for everybody even for people and i'm really going far on this one even for people who are mm-hmm. trying to break a cycle of um, relationships addiction um food like dieting like they're because you know as a, a nutritionist this is big too if somebody tries to stop Eating, let's—I don't don't know—chocolate bars, right? Um, But they really don't want to, and they have anger about it, and like they're being deprived, and they're being um, something taken away from them, and there's something's lost, like at a loss. They won't succeed, but if they—if they want to drop it, out of sense of I'm so excited for the. For what I'm heading towards, and I'm actually really kind of happy to let it go, you know, for my life because I'm this is what I'm going to be moving
1: towards. Then they'll be successful. Mm. So, uh, Lisa, you are a part of a book called Soulful Stories of Love and Empowerment, and you. So, you did you co-write this with a couple ladies? How did this book come about?
0: Yes, actually, that was. I think that's three or four chapters, and I'm republishing that one. And that's that those stories are coming out in a new book just in like two months right now. Um, but yeah. those chapters, yes, I do. I, you know, what I love, right? I, I love anthologies. I'm really putting out the word there to anybody right now. This is this is how you cure overwhelm. Pick up an anthology because it's just. Chapters. You don't have to read the whole book and dive through. It's not a program. Yeah, it's not yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, and and you know you get to hear so many people's different perspectives, and and you'll identify sure. with somebody somewhere along the line. So I was so happy to be. Um, that was my first time published in a book book. Um, you know i've been in you know magazines and, and different other things but um that mm-hmm. was the first you know anthology book and that was a real cool thing and if anybody else is out there and i'm just throwing this out there if they're interested in doing an anthology what i would suggest to um after having both kinds of experience now is get to know your coauthors ask who they are because you can really build a team of a momentum and a vibration and the and you know what that book will get carried a long way because of that or it won't get carried a long way because of that I love that. I, mean, that kind of, I love. So, I jumped I off the, the actual
1: chapter.
0: Yes, yeah, but you know, so I kind of jumped off the, the actual, yeah, and you, everybody's got a story and everybody's got their little, their little tidbit and, oh, oh, you mentioned something about growth earlier. That was my, my biggest thing when it comes to identity and about growing and even those chapters. When, when people write chapters, sometimes it's hard because you're going into an old story. You want to tell the story, but it's already, you've already grown through it right you do not go, go yeah. through it you've yeah. grown through mm-hmm. it and, and you want to evoke the emotion and you want to connect with the reader but you don't want to have to go through that pain again or whatever it was right <laughs>
1: and mm. it's not, it's not like- hashtag word hashtag word <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so i can relate to that more than anyone will. oh my god go
0: ahead yeah, and yeah. Oh, but the, and the thing is is be, and so what we have to do again. This is where that with that neat little twist comes in. Is that okay? I want to talk about this moment that I grew through from that perspective there, but I want to really appreciate the pain of it. I want to appreciate and come from okay, this is a good thing. I'm you know a thankful, a gratitude filled moment. And so if any yeah. you know when you're reading a story, just I whenever whenever I read somebody's chapter. Um, funny because I won't be as emotional as I, I used to be. I used to be like, oh, my God, they went through that. I can't even read it. Now, you know, I'm crying and I'm bothering <laughs> so bad. And then you go, where's the turnaround? Where's the turnaround? Please let them be okay. And then you're like, oh, the sun is shining and they're all good and they've published a book. Okay, great. But <laughs> the moments are, when I'm reading everybody's now, because um, I do love sharing them on my show, is I spot the moment of opportunity so everybody's pain moment is their opportunity moment and they will either
1: mm-hmm.
0: grow through yeah they'll grow through it or they'll shrink and this is where you know when I'm reading and I don't get as choked up thank goodness but I get really happy for them I think wow look at that opportunity that was presented to themselves and I use that in my life when people show up in my world and they give me a condition that I'm not really happy about and I think oh wait 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 No, it's not that I didn't like their behavior. It's that this is my opportunity to see how creative they were in their
1: own life. (laughs) Yeah. That's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. So let's talk about your holistic nutritionist portion of who you are and why that's so important.
0: Okay, well, thank you for asking, because I no longer
1: practice
0: anymore. I mean, it is who I am and what mm. I do, and it's a part of everything. But I no longer take on uh, nutrition clients anymore, because what I found, you know, I did it for about, well, 25 years, and I guess now. But um, wow, when I started, it was really about coaching and counseling. It always came back to the emotions, just like when I said about somebody who comes to me and they say, I need to lose weight, and I've got to stop eating all the stuff that I love okay, well, it's not for me to figure out a magic trick to make you not want this or have the willpower. Now it's about, okay, let's coach through this. Why do you eat it? What made you feel good about eating it in the first place? What memories and feelings are attached? How, what do you love? What is it you want? And so kind of really pulled away from the actual food because it's not about the food. And that's what date, my program was called Dating Your Diet, how to fall in love with the right food. And that's really <laughs> what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're dating your diet date the different things in your life i love i'm gonna say this out loud i love i think you know, tea. Yeah, red I rose guess. oh goodness. <laughs> and it, well here's the thing so i love i love red rose caffeine tea i don't like Tetley. i don't like you know i'll drink it but i love red rose tea and i put i still put a uh, sugar in it and i still put a splash of milk it's not that i have milk any other time it's not that i even have sugar in anything else but i'll tell you I am so happy to have that cup of tea every day. It's my little thing, and I'm in love with it. It makes me feel good. And so I can imagine everybody cringing right now, like, oh, my gosh, she's eating the poison. It's this and that. But I'm like, yeah, but, you know, it's how I feel about it, and I'm not, you know, overindulging it. I'm not drinking 10 cups a day. And if I did, then that's a whole other story too. So about the holistic nutrition, it's actually what I do now is I coach holistic happiness, and that involves your food, and it involves your getting your body working mm. and your lymphatic system good and happy and moving and your brain active and sleep good. You
2: know? Nice. Wow. So, Lisa, where can everybody find you if they would like to, you know, work with you or hear more about your work? Oh, I'd love to hear from everybody, and
0: especially if they're an author because I do interview authors on my show. So, Lisa at Light on Living, and that's L-I-G-H-T-O-N, l-i-v-i-n-g dot com and that actually serves as too. light on living because I want to shine the spotlight on um, a lighter mm-hmm. way of living and authors that write about it but also light let me tell you when you do eat well and you do you know you're physically happy and you feel your yeah. good health um, well, yeah then you are light and so lease that light on living or yes,
2: pop over on my so Facebook true. page because
0: that's and That's a social platform. So Lisa Berry, and I always love saying this, Lisa Berry, berry like a strawberry because it's a low glycemic fruit <laughs> and I couldn't have had a better last name. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but, and and I do believe that Kathy, you're going to be on my show very, very soon actually too. So I would like to invite everybody to come listen to Light on Living on Ohm Times Radio um,
1: when you get to be oh. one of
0: my guests <laughs> as an author.
1: Oh, exciting. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm enjoying being on people's show. I always enjoy sharing my own message, which is, you know, mm-hmm. living today. And if I could just mm-hmm. learn how to listen to my own lectures, we would be rock solid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. Well, um, I, I, I'm so happy to hear that you guys actually do um, a card. You pull a card from Wayne Dyer. And if I may, I, yes, I don't, don't remember calling that well with us. Yes, and you know what's funny? I, like, I really don't remember quotes that well, like not even my own, um, but uh, there's one that he said. I don't know if he made it up, but he, he definitely said it, and I love it because it does fit into my nutrition field and how I think about the body, and that is, our bodies are the garage in which we park our souls. Hmm. Wow. So, okay. so yeah, I always okay. tell
2: everybody, don't wait
0: till the spring to clean out that garage. Like everybody else says, you know, you open the big garage door and everybody walks by and goes, whoa, they're walking their dogs. And they're like, whoa, they haven't been in that garage all winter. You know, you want to make sure that you clear it out and you put the things that matter to you and that you need and that you want and that make you feel good. No matter if it's a garage or not. <laughs> That's where all fancy cars go.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, Carrie Butler, do you have a card
2: for us for the day? I sure do, and I think this is such a good card. Um, so today I decided to use the Magical Mermaids and Dolphins. And the card that, because it's my favorite deck, um, the card that I chose today or pulled today actually is worthiness. Know that you deserve to receive good in all ways. And then I just want to read a little bit about what it says. It says, you've been blocking your manifestations due to deep Seated beliefs that you don't deserve them. Manifestations aren't rewards for good behavior. Be, excuse me, for good behavior, they're effects of your thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and actions. When you ah. allow yourself to receive, you help with God's plan to demonstrate love everywhere. Accepting mm-hmm. heaven's help isn't just about you personally; it's about allowing yourself to be helped so that you can help others. Accept good graciously and affirm. Thank you for gifts that have come to me now. I gratefully accept them for good of all. So Mm. that is the card of the day. Everybody is welcome. That was perfect. Oh, and I love that. Well, Lisa, thank you so much. Go ahead. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Oh, I was going to say this about, yes,
0: it's, we're, yes, about, um, it's the effects that it's not, we're not blocking manifest, manifestation. It's, manifestation is just um, an effect of your thoughts and, be, and beliefs.
1: So that mm-hmm. was so perfect. And I love it. It's a mermaid dolphin card. Perfect. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> all <laughs> right, well, you. Lisa, thank you for joining us on the Best Life Cafe to all our listeners. Have a blessed day. We love and appreciate your support. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and we will see you next week.
2: Hello, hi everybody.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs>